0: side hustle show 155 how to drive viral traffic from reddit
1: welcome to the side hustle show where aspiring part-time entrepreneurs learn how to turn their side hustle dreams into reality because your nine to five may make you a living but your five to nine makes you alive and now your host
0: nick loper What's happening? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where it's all about ideas, action, and results. Great show for you today on the art and science of viral traffic, how side hustlers can tap into community platforms, democratic platforms like Reddit, to build your business. Now, Reddit is the ninth most popular site in the United States and 32nd most heavily trafficked site in the world, which means it's filled with potential customers, a lot of eyeballs for your business. But at the same time, from my perspective, it's kind of an intimidating place. It's not a site I've ever spent much time on, so I'm not really sure how it all works. But as luck would have it, my friend Brian Switchko is a tried-and-true expert in this subtle uh, type of viral marketing. Now, you might remember, longtime listeners of the show might remember Brian from way back in the archives. He was a guest on episode 23 back in 2013. Now, since then, he's driven a metric ton of traffic through Reddit on a variety of different projects and and you start to see a pattern. Uh, You know, one time maybe it's a fluke, uh, second time, okay, maybe you got lucky, but to do so consistently, you know, maybe there's a system or a learnable process to all of this and that's what you can expect to learn from this conversation. If you want to learn more about Brian, he runs ghostinfluence.com and the Ghost Influence podcast, all about viral marketing, really cool stuff. All the notes and links from this episode, plus a free PDF highlight reel uh, from this conversation are at SideHustleNation.com slash Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T. Ready? Let's do it.
1: On, On most platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it may be, just by nature of what it is and how many people are talking... You know, you have to create a lot of content and you have to do it very consistently. And it can be intimidating in that sense where you just have to continually create new things and get more views and more views and more views. Um, When something goes viral on Facebook it doesn't really get the numbers or the stickiness that it does uh, on something like Reddit. And the reason for that is that Facebook uh, users consume, I think it's 660 page views per month on average. Um, About 80% of that is like personalized content. So like content from, you know, all these different things that are just related to the people that you follow. So the discovered content aspect is really only 20%. On Reddit, it's, it's all discovered content. You know, it's not about any one person. It's just all discovered content and uh, users consume, I think it's uh, 1,300 page views on average per month. So what happens is that people's standards are very high. Um, You know, they've seen a lot of things and their standards are very high and a lot of people get into Reddit and they think like, oh, I'll just create content like I do on Twitter and Facebook, but that doesn't stick. It's not as interesting. It's not, you know, the five things you must know about social media. Here's my article I just wrote. It's brilliant. That's not going to cut it. No, not at all. You have to really invest a lot of time. But the the great news is that's all about creative process. And it's fun as hell. You get to take the time to say, you know, instead of writing an article a week, I'm going to make one thing every two months that's going to be worthy of Reddit. Uh, and that could be anything. I've built software, e-commerce stores, ridiculous articles, um, you know, and it, it's just taking the time to step back and say, like, all right, this particular community within Reddit Uh, or any democratic platform is just obsessed with this one particular thing. So I need to do something that is just so amazingly awesome and cool that fulfills that. And if I can do that, if I can take the time and I have no rush, I can spend two months working on this thing spread out, you know, 15 hours and $100 of, of work, you know, it really makes a difference. And, uh, you know, I've had some posts that took me the infamous Facebook prank post was like 15 hours total. Uh, and I think seventy. versus I've had, you know, like e-commerce stores, I needed some help on development, $500 uh, hiring a contractor, and then like 18 hours of time. And two months later, you know,
0: 156,000 page views day one. Okay, real, real quick, what was the roommate prank?
1: <laughs> i pranked my roommate with eerily targeted facebook ads uh oh, so
0: basically you spent a dollar 70 doing this
1: a dollar 70 torturing him for three weeks to the point where he thought that someone was following him and giving information to facebook <laughs> most notably the nsa
0: <laughs> okay and the then the recap of that story was what was po- what you, what you posted on reddit and went viral
1: Yeah. So about six months after it happened, I I did it solely just, I mean, for two reasons. Well, three. I wanted to screw with him because he had screwed with me first uh, was the first reason. The second was that I was at the time learning uh, Facebook retargeting and I wanted to see if it was possible. I had no earthly idea. And three is I just like pushing the limits of pretty much anything and being ridiculous. Um, I didn't do it to write about it. I had no intention whatsoever to write about it. And as evidence, I didn't write about it till six months later. Yeah. Um, when I decided to launch a blog and I told this story a hundred times at conferences and bars and to my mom, mm-hmm. and I kind of had come to realize it was funny. And so anyway, so I wrote about it and, uh, it went viral on Reddit. Uh, didn't didn't have an email list. Didn't do any paid marketing. Didn't tell my friends. Uh, I just posted it on Reddit, very strategically. And spent a lot of time kind of prepping. I had uh, 450,000 page views in the first three days, wow. and that's carried for uh, at this point about 18 months. I still get people who are like, "Oh my God, you're that guy. I want to
0: hire you." And I'm like, "Really? Okay." It's the most random. <laughs> it's the most random stuff. So uh, a couple of distinctions. Uh, first off, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram are kind of like people are following other people and brands or their friends and brands versus Reddit, people are following categories or topics that they're interested in.
1: Right. So I call them brand platforms versus community platforms. So a brand platform, someone makes the decision, the choice to listen. They go, you know, oh my God, Kim Kardashian is the coolest human in the entire world. Hashtag sarcasm. Um, And if they they follow her and then decide that she's a ridiculous human, then they can unfollow. They can stop hearing what she has to say. They have that choice. A community platform, you join a community and you see everything within the community regardless. So if someone you know, and anyone could submit to it. If someone submits something that's not relevant to the beliefs and the ideas of the community, then it's seen as a violation of just kind of personal space, essentially. It's like your your roommate leaving a bunch of dirty dishes in the sink. It's like, we share this space and you're treating it like crap. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it it really is about bringing the best thing to that community that, that you can. What types
0: of side hustle businesses are ripe for, I, I'm... You have me at like, hey, I don't have to write a post every month. I can do something epic every two months. Like that sounds like potentially less work and more fun. But what kind of businesses are best suited to try and tap into this this traffic source?
1: Honestly, the easiest determinator is passion and story. If someone gets into something, and I and I have people approach me all the time, they say like, oh, I'd love to do something with Reddit, and you know, it's like, oh, what do you do? It's a review site, and I'm like. Okay, you know, it it's kind of dry. You know, they they did it because it was a good opportunity that they could rank an SEO for a specific niche and, and make some money. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um it's just not for Reddit. It's not it's not unique, it's not top tier, it's not interesting, versus if you have a personal brand, if you have a really vibrant uh corporate brand. Uh there's uh one of the guys that I interviewed recently, uh, shirtwascash.com. Um, my favorite uh, Reddit submission of his was his AMA where he said, you know, I'm Anon from, from Sure It Was Cash. I broke 40000 in sales uh, before my Shopify trial expired, which is a 14-day trial, entirely through Reddit. And there's there's a lot of personality to that brand, and it's all passion. He did it because he wanted to buy the shirts. If you have a story as to why you got into doing what you're doing, that's usually a really good indicator. Uh, Alternatively, something that has a lot of story attached to it. So, someone uh, was it you, Nick? I think was uh, you're talking about the hostel.
0: I think we were looking at that the other day, and that was one of the top things, like how my hostel got ranked number one on TripAdvisor in a year or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And so, you know, my idea for that is like, you know, if you have a bunch of travelers coming through your business all the time that's a lot of stories so talk to them ask them questions you'll find some crazy ones if i was driving for uber you know you ask questions you find out these like crazy things about people that's content that's like really interesting content but if it's purely based on the opportunity to make money that's a really easy way to say that reddit is not the platform for you
0: okay i'm thinking like for for people who are running e-commerce businesses. So this, so the shirt, the shirt Shopify thing, I got to look that one up. I'm not familiar with it. So e-commerce might be an opportunity, but less, unless it's like a crazy inventive product more from like the, here's how I did it. Like, where do you see that one?
1: There's a lot of opportunity in communities like our business and our marketing and our entrepreneur and startup and so these are all um, these are all like Reddit subcategories. Sub-reddits. Yeah, these so they're all subreddits or communities within Reddit. Okay. So there's Reddit, the community as a whole, and then there's subcommunities. So think of it like uh, a country and states and then neighborhoods. Okay. So you know that there's an opportunity there to say like, you know, uh, you'll see things all the time of I can't believe we just broke two million in sales and to think that I started this in the part time like AMA, you know, like ask me anything. Okay, that's great. But you can I mean, A, you can only do it once uh, and B, it's kind of linear in terms of how you can speak about it. You know, and there's a lot of people that do really well with that, that, that just say, you know, here's my business. You know, ask me anything. They have fun. They make connections. They talk to other people like them. And that's great. But if you're talking about there's really two ways to leverage Reddit. The first way is the way that most publishers do it, which is that they look for the really popular content and then they essentially steal it and publish it on their platform. I'm not going to say I agree or disagree with that, but my perspective is why not create the content that they're stealing? You know, if you, and that's what happened with the Facebook brand and kind of how everything has been designed since, is that if you create something that's so good that Reddit loves it, then publishers come in and, and they say like, oh man, this is really great. I should cover this. And then they're essentially just giving you free press. Um, you know, you don't have to know anyone. You don't have to pay someone to, to write about you. It's literally just, you, you win over Reddit and then all these publishers will tend to swoop in and syndicate it everywhere. 30 days after I launched the, the Facebook prank article, I had like 38,000
0: backlinks. Wow. Uh, just because I got picked up by by news as, as more and more people were exposed to the story. Exactly. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you... The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over three and a half million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And ninety three percent of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of three hundred fifty million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. direct, like, I'm not going to find customers necessarily, but like, the residual effect, like, like I'm going to throw my stone into the lake and watch where these waves end up.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways to do it. And that would be one, Um, you can absolutely get customers from Reddit. Uh, And in a recent interview, actually, I just posted it today, was uh, illusionist that made a portable flamethrower uh it's a kind of magic supply company it got picked up by a fan a fan was on their email list they were like this is amazing submitted it to reddit it went viral um and they had a a very large number of sales and uh basically after that about a year later they came out with version two which was smaller and more concealable And, and now you're talking about a like something that's smaller than a deck of cards and can mount to the inside of your wrist and your shirt cuff and shoot flames. Coolest thing ever. What could go wrong? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So all of this traffic and all of these sales were driven through Reddit last time. Let's submit to Reddit, you know, ourselves. So before it was submitted just by someone who found it and thought it was cool and submitted it. They then submitted it themselves. They broke a whole bunch of rules. Each community has its own rules. It's very important to know those before submitting uh, and they got banned, and the content got banned, and their site got banned so literally you couldn 't talk anything about this, even though everybody had found it in various ways and wanted to submit it themselves they couldn't even discuss it because the people who made it did such an atrocious job of submitting it that the moderators had banned that topic and then afterwards uh it was it was picked up and submitted to different communities and did very well, and it again uh hit the hit the front page and they learned and they said, wow, you know, we have to respect the platform and kind of respect who we're talking to. So I mean you can get sales. Uh you absolutely can. That's uh shirt was cash, that's that's how his whole business is structured is he engages with people, he has fun with people, he's a part of the community, and that leads to sales. From a personal branding standpoint, if you you know the the formula that I used and, and have kind of continually used is to do something ridiculous and absurd, but execute it very well and make it look unnecessarily professional to the point where people start to question. Wow, if if he does this, you know, when he's you know drunk and not getting paid by anyone, then what's going to happen if he's sober and I give him money? Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 it works because. People see you kind of executing your professional talents in your personal time, then they they see you in a different light and they respect your talent a lot more. Which is one of the biggest ways that that personally I like to leverage Reddit because it's just an opportunity to make cool, and then have people respect you for how that was created, no matter what it was.
0: You, You bring up a good point with the flamethrower thing about the fine line between hey, I made something cool, check it out, and hey, I made something cool, buy it. And yeah. it seems like maybe that's where the intimidation of the platform comes in. Like what would be, oh, like when is it okay to post your own stuff and when does that like b- b- cross the self-promotional line or self-promotional <laughs> rules or whatever? It it depends
1: on the community. Um, some communities don't allow self-promotion and some do. It depends on what you're submitting. Um, I had someone the other day who You know, they they had something that they wanted to share and it was the actual content of what it was was absolutely fantastic. The reason that it was created, not so much. The reason that it was created was more because of an opportunity of like, I see this thing happening in the media. um, I'm going to create this thing that is attached to that so that I can leverage and get people to see my stuff. And the content was just absolutely magnificent. Like, if you look at that alone, it was phenomenal and by itself would do magnificently on Reddit. But if you submit it with this, like, I saw an opportunity to create a thing, like, you can't take that voice out of it. So it's it's a lot more difficult, and then you get into this place where you're now you're lying, essentially to say like, you know, I was deeply impacted as a child by this thing. And so when I saw this in a media, I created this, which those are the stories that that do well, but if it's a lie, then the second that someone finds out or even gets an inkling that that's the case, then it's gonna work the exact opposite for you. So I mean, it, it depends. Uh, and that that's the most difficult thing with Reddit is it really does require this critical thought process of where am I submitting? What are their rules? What is doing well right now? What do all of those things have in common? Is it the way that they're presented? Is it the type of content? Is it the timing? What is it that makes these top posts do well on this specific community? And then figuring out either A, how you can create something to fit that uh, or how you can frame what you've got to better fit that. And so from a self-promotion standpoint, like I built or, you know, this is my or whatever, you know, whatever it may be, it's very clearly that the creator is posting it. It's very humble. Uh, And very modest and very kind of like, hey, you know, I'd love to I'd love to see what you think of this. Not like I created this thing. It's the best thing ever. It's really amazing. Everybody should check it out. Right. It's there's no command. There's no authoritative voice. It's really, truly just a decentralization of importance so that when you're submitting something, it's not like, you know, I made something cool. It's, you know, hey, like, you know, I'd love to have you guys look at this. Um, You're kind of palms open, uh, just like contributing to the community. I brought you a gift. Okay. And so with that, um, I submitted, and I think the title was, uh, I got drunk with a friend and tried to come up with the most ridiculous email address to give out at a bar, uh, then made this. And it was a, a website that allowed anyone to register, uh, whatever email they wanted at com, So they could use it as a cheesy pickup line. Okay. Um, And it was a drunken idea. And I was like, holy crap, I should make an app. And then I was like, holy crap, I should submit it to Reddit. And then I was like, oh, I could probably make money with this somehow. And so that the money came after the money thought came after how can I leverage this came the last piece of that. Uh, And it ended up being that I partnered with a web host that was able to handle the traffic that was generated, which was significant, and put a cheeky little, you know, Reddit hug of death prevented by and linked their link their website at the bottom. So You know, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to, you know, create this really cool thing and drive a ton of traffic and promote this web host. What can I do? It was drunken idea. And then hold on a sec. There's probably going to be a lot of people that want to use this.
0: So it sounds like the first step may be for people to kind of embed themselves in that community. Like if you're, it seems like if, if your first post is like, hey, check out my thing, that could be a red flag. So you have to like we kind of spend some time in there to see see what the you know what the culture is like and you know be be a part of it.
1: Yeah, it's it's a bit like a house party if you think of it on a massive scale. So you know you walk in and, and there's different groups of people standing in different areas. One group might be two people. One might be twenty. And if you jump around uh, very rapidly amongst all the groups, you're never going to really know what conversations are being had. You're not really going to know who's talking. You're just you're, you're. It's very surface level. You're not actually going to be there, because the party is not the house. The party is the conversations within the house. And so if you're constantly bouncing around, you never actually have those. And so if you jump into a conversation of let's say 10 people and they're talking about, you know, Bob's dog and how he has a, you know, Instagram with 20 followers and it's just the most adorable thing. And you jump in and say, you know, my dog did this really great thing, like right off the bat, as soon as you walk up, if you just jump in, it comes off as very like, Bob was telling a story. Like you don't even know what we were talking about for the last hour. You know, like you just came in and made the conversation all about you. It's very selfish. It's very invasive. Um, And so you really do, you have to, you have to embed yourself and learn. And, you know, the way that you do that is you find some subreddits that are, are varied. Um, if you're doing online business, you know, check out the e-commerce ones, check out the marketing ones, check out the business ones. But also if you, you know, like e-commerce, you might also like dogs and check out, you know, our awe and, uh, you know, like our dogs. And I mean, there's specific subreddits for specific breeds of dog, but the reality is, is that there's no one is just a professional person. Uh, So if you go to Reddit and you only subscribe to things that are like, you know, professional, um, like all marketing and, and, you know, startup and entrepreneur and so on and so forth, it's kind of very clear why you're there.
0: How much time would you recommend somebody starting out spend on here a day? It seems like you could get sucked in and, and, (laughs) and and use up all your free time.
1: I am a big fan of Pomodoro, uh, so I recommend 25 to 30 minutes a day. Okay. And it's honestly like, and I, I recommended this to someone in Ghost Influence the other day. He really wanted to jump in very quickly to uh, to some, some book-related, uh, he's an author, and he wanted to jump into some book-related communities. And he's like, you know, what should I create? And I was like, well, you need to jump in and, and be a part of the community first. And 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 I kind of pushed him into that. And just today he uh, sent me a link and he landed the top comment Uh, On a post that hit the front page, which essentially means that you've said presumably the most impactful and contributed the valuable contribution to the conversation aside from the person who submitted the original post. And it was a great comment. He, He spoke the community voice. He really just kind of captured the essence of how people were responding. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, totally. And they jumped on it and they had a conversation. And he's like, oh, now I get that. Once you land that and, you, you know, you say something, again, the party me- the metaphor is that if you say something that, you know, you're, ha- you're in a group of people and Bob's talking about his dog's Instagram and then you make a comment and everybody in the group's like, oh, yeah, totally. You know, you, you add to that conversation and then you kind of establish yourself a little bit and you understand what the group values. If you know comedy, it's the yes and principle. You always want to add to that
0: conversation. Okay. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. Do you see freelancers like going into communities that are made up of like their target market and trying to uh, maybe not necessarily drive traffic, but like be of service or kind of start relationships there? Oh,
1: absolutely, but never, never in order to convert. So uh, I'll give a few examples. One is, I was just bored one day, um, and I was like, oh, "I'll practice my Reddit skills." So I jumped onto our marketing, and I just found this guy, and it's uh, he submitted, and he said, "You know, are we getting screwed? Like this ad agency, da da da." And basically, three brothers, e-commerce store, they kind of bared a lot of information. And uh, they were about to hire a marketing agency. They were very suspect of their pricing model. And I jumped in and I think like a two or three paragraph response of like, you know, oh, well, this is pretty normal, you know, but, you know, 15% is a little high, um, you know, and, and just. You know, three paragraphs of, of feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then at the bottom, I said, uh, for some cred, you know, like you want to know who you're taking advice from. I said, for some cred, this is me. And I linked to uh, the Facebook prank uh, that I had done. And they responded and they're like, that's so funny. Like, I know that. So I had a little bit of credibility. And then they responded with like three paragraphs kind of, you know, thanking me, but then also asking more questions. So then I responded with three more paragraphs And we went back and forth, you know, they did, I did three messages, they did three. And at the end of it, I was like, very, 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 very passively, because this was actually the first time I ever had really, air quotes, pitched Mm -hmm. um, consulting services. And uh, I said, you know, if if it's something that you want to discuss more in private, more than happy to to see if I can get you in the right direction. And I, you know, put my email, I said, you know, Brian, and then parentheses at like, it wasn't a link, it was Mm -hmm. just like, you know, written out. I got like eight emails, like all these people were listening and they were like, oh, I just saw, you know, I didn't mean to jump in and grab your email when you were giving it to him, but I just wanted to like say, and I had not say like eight of them, I'd say three or four were just, you know, appreciating the advice and, you know, saying hi, um, four of them were legitimately interested in hiring me. And that was for 30 minutes of my time.
0: Yeah would you um would you say like if you if you're a freelancer or like a service provider or something would you share client success stories with um you with their permission be so like hey you know and and there's there seems to be like a, a title structure that works but like you said it with your uh, at your place tonight it wasn't like would you like an email address? It was like, hey, I got drunk. I made this. Like, it was, And there seems to be something to that. But do you see an opportunity for like posting kind of case study type stuff up there?
1: So there, there's two pieces to that. So the case study aspect, that is like if you go from lurking on one end, which is just non-contribution, non-engagement to complete self-promotion on the other end. That's on the complete uh, self-promotion side, because regardless of how valuable case study is, the fact that you're showing like, hey, like this person had great success, by the way, I was responsible for all of it. Um, <laughs> there's no way that you can frame that to not be really narcissistic. And in a different context, it wouldn't be on Reddit. It just kind of always is. So I would I would recommend against the Facebook prank thing that I did was a case study. Uh, It was a ridiculous, absurd, story-based, absolutely just played out story. But at the core of it, I was teaching Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. Um, And my favorite comment, someone said, "Not, uh, not only is this hilarious, but I actually learned something about Facebook ads too. And I'm like, great, that was the point. That was the whole point. So avoid the case study that's kind of the dry, like, you know, here's a person who had a really great result and it was because of me. And and push more towards, again, at first, at least, give effective contributions. So jump in in the comments, answer questions, give feedback. More along the, t- the lines of your question about title, go to a community, read the rules. Let me say that again. Read the rules. And then once you read the rules, you'll understand how that community works, how they think, what they don't like. Um, what to avoid. So read the rules and then sort by top and look at the top posts of the month, the, the year, uh, whatever it may be, and look for the common elements. Look for, you know, like, like these are the you know, top 10 most upvoted posts in this community over the last year. What do they have in common? Our tinder posts are very vague. They lead in. They're they're kind of clickbaity and they t- they tell jokes essentially. Our gadgets is very analytical. This is the iPhone new, you know, this is the new iPhone processor on a pencil stick. Like you know exactly what you're getting. So each community has a different way of communicating. So before you submit anywhere or comment anywhere, you really do need to understand that.
0: Okay. A couple times I've seen, you know, traffic spikes and when I dive into analytics, I find like oh, this is coming from Reddit. And so, of course, I click and see what is going on. And I see that someone else has posted like a, a podcast episode or something. Most recently, it was the, the flea market flipper guy. Somebody had posted <laughs> that episode on there. And, you know, there was some, some interesting discussion going on. But then, you know, a day later, it's it's done. It's back to normal. And so I'm curious, you know, is that one-time spike of traffic valuable I, I mean you've found ways to to make it so but it's like are they do they stick around like uh, does it convert or is it just like eh, you know we're it's a it's a ton of people and I just got to play the numbers game a certain percentage of people are going to become subscribers of mine and, and most of them are
1: it's a question I get all the time it's probably the first question that anyone asks sorry I saved it for the end <laughs> no 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 and and, and it's it's a hard one to answer because, you know, from from my perspective, and I would add on to that, uh, Blake Jameson of Tinder Hacks interviewed on the podcast, Richard Lidauer of The User is Drunk uh, interviewed on the podcast. The list goes on. But basically, these these situations where you create one piece of content and it does really well. So front page, right? Mm-hmm. You get this massive burst of traffic. And then it dies down. It just, I mean, and, and there's, I can show you graphs on graphs on graphs of these massive spikes, and then it just dies off like three days later. Yep. But then the second wave comes when the media picks it up. And that usually lasts for a few weeks. And then you kind of, if you do it right, and it happened with the Facebook prank, it happened a little bit with Tinder hacks, a lot with the user is drunk. Essentially, you kind of become a part of discussion. So with the Facebook prank, anytime someone's talking about like, Pranking, or like, why the hell am I being targeted with us on Facebook, or you know, like, you know, the the eerily you know targeted Facebook ads. I become a part of the conversation. I I see mentions on a daily basis where people go, like, oh, you remember that time, and people continually link to it. For I mean, we're talking. This has now been eighteen months since that happened. Okay. So that's the first thing that I'd say is that if you if you do it right and you become you focus on the content, you make something unique and you, you do well with it, that lingers. Um, people constantly refer back to it or bring it up or link to it in other content. So that's the first thing that I'd say. The second is that, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, you know, I just got 100 people to my site, you know, from Reddit in 10 seconds or 1,000, 10,000, whatever it may be, but the bounce rate was shit, and they didn't stay, and I didn't get, you know, I didn't, I got 10,000 people came and I got, you know, uh, 10 signups. Yeah. That's fine. Reddit is Reddit is a very different kind of traffic. You want to entertain everyone who sees the content. Like you you want to entertain, educate, engage, you want to fully engage them. But know that like 5% or less are actually going to move beyond that and that is perfect. With the Facebook prank, I didn't push an email sign up, but I think my list at the end of that was like 2000. And that's out of half a million people in 3 days. But those 2000 people were the most avid, interested, engaged, and just amazing people in general. Um, They were, I mean, I'd send out an email, they would just all respond back and say, like, I'm working on this, I'd love some help, let me refer a client to you. I mean, I cannot begin to explain how valuable those people are just as humans on the earth percentage wise, it's going to be different, but the type of people who stick after that big surge are the the right people. You know, it's, it's, it's actually this really interesting filter where sure you can get a lot of people into a piece of content or into your site, but if you do it right and you focus on really pleasing everybody, but at the same time, making sure that only the right people stick around, you know, if you really do think, think of it like a strainer, that's what's powerful.
0: All right. You convinced me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Brian, thank you so much for joining. I think we should wrap it up here. Definitely, some things to think about how to uh, how to leverage this massive platform. I know that's one of the um, ongoing themes of Side Hustle Nation is to uh, you know go where uh, customers and buyers already are. You know those marketplaces that already exist uh, the the Amazons, the Udemys, the iTunes of the world, and Reddit's a little bit of a different animal but it's it's kind of too big to ignore and so i think it's kind of a cool opportunity to look at brian's at ghostinfluence.com and and uh, we should wrap this up with your number one tip for side hustle do you remember what you said in uh in 2013 no i don't uh i'll read this back to you and, and see if you uh agree or if you have a new number one tip you can do anything if you stop trying to do everything
1: um, I would build on that because I, I kind of every year I try and, and build on my goals, build on how I look at things, um, and, and it weirdly plays into it. Never expect your audience's standards to be lower than your own. All right. Focus on creating that one amazing thing.
0: All right. Well, I've got some work to do, Brian. You give me some, uh, some <laughs> food for thought, and uh, I kind of like it. So thank you so much, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. All right, I hope you got some ideas on how you can begin to tap into the giant Reddit community or the relevant subreddits for your niche or industry from that conversation with Brian. Again, you can learn more about all this viral marketing stuff over at ghostinfluence.com and Brian's Ghost Influence Podcast. I think my biggest takeaways from the conversation were uh, to listen first and speak second. And uh, When you do speak, comment or contribute on other people's content or threads, Before submitting your own stuff. And to be a member of the community and just not go in, you know, guns a-blazing, promoting your own stuff, it's a time investment like like any other platform. But as Brian explained, it's a platform with a big upside, both in terms of networking and traffic, but also in terms of the residual influence and awareness. And I think that's just a result of uh, Reddit's position as, as one of the most highly trafficked sites in the world. Now, as is per the usual Compiled a free PDF highlight reel with all of Brian's top tips from this call at slash Reddit. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hope your 2016 is off to an awesome start. Until next time, let's go out there, make something happen, and I'll see you in the next edition of The Side Hustle Show. Hustle on. Thanks for listening to The Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com.